0: Hello. Welcome to Guide to the Unknown's Guide to the At Home. I'm Kristen, and my little brother William isn't with me today because he's on parental leave, but I am so excited to be joined by somebody who I'm a big, big fan of. You may know her from being a podcast on the Bloody Disgusting Podcast, <laughs> yeah, Bloody Disgusting Podcast, saying it twice, trip me up, or her YouTube channel, The Real Queen of Horror, which is how I found her, but Let's get into talking to Zena Dixon. Zena, thank you so much for coming on. Kristen, thank you. That was so beautiful. Thank you so much. Even me getting confused because I had to use the word podcast twice was beautiful.
1: No, no, well, (laughs) yes, that was beautiful, but that was just so well said. Thank you so much.
0: You're so kind. Oh man, I mean it. You know, I'm really not that kind. So me (laughs) saying that stuff, you can tell I really mean it. (laughs) And now I feel special. Yeah, exactly. This is huge. (laughs) So, Zena, you are the person to be talking to about horror movies. If anybody hasn't been to your YouTube channel, which is ridiculous, Zena does these really, really cool videos that are roundups of awesome movies or awesome movie moments. So like as we're recording the most recent video is her um, top favorite comedy horror movies. There are also things that are like kind of niche and amazing, like the best cars in horror movies, like Zena goes really deep and i love it and a question that i have for you uh it, it's weird it's it's semi particular but i was wondering if there are any comfort movies that you have rewatched during the pandemic
1: oh my gosh well that's a that's a great question and thank you for for watching my videos i appreciate it oh yeah. so much oh um okay so night of the demons from 1988 is my ultimate jam and Ooh. I rewatched that movie. I have to say, like maybe four times since we, since oh. quarantine. Like I, you know, you just kind of need that, me yep. feeling. You know, you need to feel alive again. So yes. there's, <laughs> there's that one, and then going more in, into the uh, '90s. I love the movie, like the made for TV movie, Pinocchio's Revenge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so outrageous. What? Oh my god, I don't know about that. Oh my, it's so good. Okay, so, you know, little fun fact, I live in Tampa and then when yeah. the movie opens in Tampa, I'm like, "Whoa!" What is that? He's like burying something or mm-hmm. something, you know? I know. Yep. Why would I be excited about that? I don't know. It
0: just makes No, no. Sense. It sounds right. It feels right. You're among friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We're so connected. Yeah, see? Okay, so what is all right, who is Pinocchio getting revenge against? Is it Geppetto? Is he pissed?
1: <laughs> right, that's a good question. Where is he? No, it's just like this little girl. Um, she, uh, Well, her mom brings home this doll and the little girl thinks that that's her like birthday gift. And mm-hmm. I don't know why she would be attracted to it. I remember when this movie came out, I think I was like eight. And I have to be honest with you. I didn't want that doll back then. I didn't find anything appealing about it. And then even as an adult, I'm just like, yeah, I still don't want it. You know? No,
0: but no, was, not for you.
1: Right. Not for me. But she was just attracted to it for some reason. And so basically it, it's like, it's it's a weird little movie because the little girl, I, I'll try not to give away too many spoilers, just in case if you ever want to. Sure. This could entice somebody to watch it. Right. So the little girl, she has issues, not like crazy issues like that, just more of, you know, she wants more of her mother's time. Mm -hmm. So is the doll really talking to her or is she just acting out? Uh As the viewer, we never really find out. It's kind of for us to decide, but there are horrific things that seem to happen around that doll and around her. And whenever people see her or that they, she's talking to the doll. No one can hear the doll. They just hear her yelling, you know? Ooh. So so it, it's a little cool little thing. And I, you know, obviously as a kid, I didn't like catch on to that, but you know, rewatching it, you know, I, I had the time. So yeah. watching it, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I see what you did there. So it's like, it's pretty cool because it's like, she kind of wants revenge or she wants revenge or Pinocchio wants revenge on people who's not really giving them time. People who don't invite them to their birthday party. Like, there's just a, a lot of little things going on.
0: It's not often that you see, like, a child's revenge story. You know what I mean? I feel like this is an untapped market.
1: Right? And I feel like what's so surprising, I'm not saying that this movie is perfect because it's not. Mm. But what's so surprising with people remaking, rebooting, reimagining, I'm surprised that no one thought to do this one. Because, I don't know, I think, I think it could be a
0: thing yeah. and people love a doll movie. Like if Chucky has taught us anything, it's that people want to see a weird murderous doll. And frankly, if um slappy from Goosebumps has taught us anything. so there's there's precedent for this absolutely. I'm looking at pictures, so I looked it up as you were talking because I wanted to see what the doll from Pinocchio's Revenge looks like. Mm -hmm. This is a disturbing looking doll, which is exactly what you want. Um, But I'm looking in particular at a full body shot of him. It looks like maybe you could buy a Pinocchio's Revenge doll. And he has like no almost no midsection I would say like where his legs are attached to his body is like right at where your waistline would be <laughs> <And> <laughs> he's a short torsoed guy yeah. and I I feel like he looks a little bit like Billy Baloney from Pee Wee's um <laughs> like not Pee Wee's Big Adventure but the show Pee Wee but he has like a wood grain look to him mm-hmm. um this looks awesome yeah hey. I.
1: It's it's weird because I it, it kind of reminds me too, there's another movie. well, it's kinda dull. Um this movie called Fear, and mm-hmm. there's like a large mannequin who's he's like a wooden mannequin and his name is Morty.
0: Mm-hmm. So they kind of look like that, like Morty could be his dad. Yeah. You know? Maybe is. maybe there's a larger Pinocchio's Revenge cinematic universe that again is untapped and ripe for something. Right? Everybody's missing an opportunity. Did you ever see that movie, um, Dead Silence? I think Lee Wanell made it. Yes, I um, love that movie. Isn't it so good? I feel like people don't really talk about it and it's sort of forgotten. But when that came out, like, we had that on DVD and Will and I watched that all the time. It's
1: just, honestly, it is such a great movie. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's terrifying.
0: I do, too. You know?
1: And I'm still waiting on a sequel or a mm-hmm. sequel or something. It's like, please. like I know.
0: Something. Give us more dolls. Are you excited for the Chucky TV stuff?
1: You know what? I am excited about it. Um, I, I've been hearing some talk. I know that some people are a little bit like, oh, no, I don't want that. It's just like, okay, just just give it a chance, you know? Yeah. I, I'm yeah. excited about it because it's just like, you know, Chucky is a legend. It, it, he's, he's iconic. So just the fact that we're going to be getting something a bit more modern Mm more like this is
0: exciting news yeah I think so too I think that maybe people have some hesitation about it also because of the whole rights battle with Chucky right so there's some kind of like loyalty stuff but I think that when it comes out like we're all gonna watch it so who are we kidding exactly (laughs) there's no real point in grumbling about it hey is, is there so you have kind of the inside track on new stuff that's coming out I feel like you get screeners and stuff am I right about that I do. I do. Yes. So is there anything as like things are starting to gear back up and we're kind of coming out of quarantine little by little, mm-hmm. have there been any projects that you're especially excited are coming soon or that you've heard about being in a development? Like what is coming that you're like, ooh, this is very good.
1: So, okay. The series, the Amazon Prime series, Them, is going to be released tomorrow yes. or, or tonight. Yep. Or right now. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> honestly, I know that there, there were, there were a couple of mixed reviews with it um, where people, they either don't want to check it out. They thought it was um, a remake from this movie from the fifties, mm-hmm. you know, with ants, but no, it's not, you know? <laughs> so, but yeah, there's been a lot of mixed reviews. Like I've, I've, I've saw like a couple of negative, um, you know, comments about it and you can live your life if, if that's how you feel, But, you know, I had the opportunity to check out the entire series.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's 10 episodes. And I'm not going to lie. It's intense. It it really is. It's really intense. I noticed that a lot of people would try to compare it to Lovecraft. I Mm -hmm. feel like they're separate. I feel like they're different movies that just so happen to have Mm -hmm. some things in common. But um, something that Lovecraft... um, country that, that it would focus on, it would have a lot of um, different genres, not yeah. just horror. This show, it focuses more on horror. It mm-hmm. focuses on real life horror. And yeah, there, there's some stuff that's really tense and it, it'll just make you cringe. It'll make you want to take... I had to take a couple of breaks. I'm not yeah. Gonna lie. Um, yeah. A little bit hard to watch, but I felt the same way with Lovecraft. I felt the same way with the series Watchmen, you know, where I had to like take yep. a break. So, um, but I feel like this is a series that I'm really looking forward to. I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to people actually checking out and giving a chance because I feel like it's taking things in a new direction.
0: For yeah. So the reviews or or like kind of like scuttlebutt that you've heard that's negative. Like mm-hmm. what is, what's their hesitation to check it out? Like why, why not? You know what I mean? Well, a lot of them feel that uh, well, we
1: have a series already that's kind of like that. So they're talking about Lovecraft eh. or, you know, there are some people where they're talking about um black trauma, which is understandable. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like at least give it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot. See how you feel about it. I'm not saying that this show is going to be for everyone. But right. I- it doesn't
0: seem like an easy show. Right. You know what I mean? So I I guess I understand that. To a degree, but doesn't I don't know. Like I, I think it looks really good. I mean, it, at least to me, you know, I,
1: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I liked, um, like that. Like the acting is phenomenal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we we both love horror. so yeah. If you're someone who really loves horror, and yes, there's real life horror as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and trigger warning that there, there's a there's a couple of things in there that's that's really unsettling. Mm-hmm. You know. And I usually try to give people that warning about things. Um, Well, I won't give an example because I don't want to, like, spoil it. Like, spoil
0: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but just know that if you're someone who really digs horror, you know, Mm -hmm. you want to be creeped out,
0: I think that this show will creep you out. Yeah, I mean, that sounds right. And it has – I wish that I knew the actor's name, but um, the person who played the daughter in Us, she's one of the leads, right? Yes, yes, Shahidi, right. Oh,
1: God. yeah. She's so amazing. talented. She's amazing. And um, I know also uh the woman who plays her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Deborah uh I believe her last name is. Okay. He's phenomenal. Uh the father, the one who plays the father. He was also in a couple of other things, but his name is Ashley Thomas, like the range. Like mm-hmm. it's just Ugh. it's amazing. So, but I'm just saying, you know, I don't want people to to feel that I'm saying, "Oh, this show is perfect." I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I really enjoyed it, and I yeah. feel that a lot of people, you know, that they may enjoy it as well.
0: Yeah, and honestly, so few things are perfect, if anything at all. And I think it's it's a good. I don't even want to make it too lofty. Let's say it's a good exercise. It is. Right. But it's a good exercise to, like, not throw the baby out with the Mm bathwater all the time and be like, this isn't perfect, so I'm not going to watch it at all. I mean, it is a good exercise. But also, you do kind of cheat yourself out of some really great moments and things Mm -hmm. if you're like, eh, this this isn't hitting all the notes it should be right and discounting it for that reason or stopping or whatever like I don't know I just feel like especially with entertainment you just kind of have to go like all right sometimes some things don't make sense or sometimes I don't like this part of this thing but overall like were you engrossed did you enjoy yourself more than you were bored whatever like I don't know it's kind of a win absolutely yeah like why not? Um do you watch American horror story? I do. I do. Okay. So what do you think about so okay, as we're recording this, Ryan Murphy just put on Instagram a couple of days ago this post where he said like what stories would you like to see? I think he said come back and there were a number of things like aliens, mm-hmm. Christmas, all these different options and they're supposed to so some people thought that they might be part of the American Horror Stories anthology season that's coming out, where it's going to be a different story per episode, kind of like the Twilight Zone. But he hashtagged it, American Horror Story. Um, what are they calling it? That dual season thing. I can't remember what they... Double feature. Thank you. Double feature. Mm-hmm. So do you have any speculation about what's going on? Because I was surprised to see that. I would assume that everything would be mostly in place for that already. So I was surprised to see that he was almost like crowdsourcing to a degree about what people would like to see. I think that's so cool that he wants people to participate in it. Oh, I do too. I was just surprised. I was like, I would think that, you know, it seems like it's, I think it's not coming out you know it, it's it's coming out like soon-ish so a surprise like oh things aren't all in place already there are moving parts and I think it's really cool too but I was just curious what you thought about it
1: well I love it I, mm-hmm. I love the fact that he wants to interact with the viewers and yeah. you know make us or even just help us feel like a part of the show because you know there's been people who's been watching it since season one you know so this is their dream to try to you know what I mean mm-hmm. decide, like the next you know, universe or the next storyline. So I'm excited yeah. about it. Like, I don't know about you. Like I couldn't decide. I kind of want them all. So- yeah.
0: You know what? I'll take anything. Like actually American Horror Story is very much a show where I don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like mm-hmm. there are a lot of things about it that I don't really like. Right. But for the most part, I enjoy the vibe enough that I've seen almost all of it. hmm You know? Right. So I'll take I'll take anything really. Like whatever theme you throw at me, I know I'm going to watch it. Right? <laughs> that's that's how I feel. And it's like, but I I really love the series.
1: I again, mm-hmm. I know it's not perfect. I know yep. sometimes like the way they wrap it up isn't always neat. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's some plot holes like, "Hey, wait a minute. How did that happen?" you know? But overall, I always have such a blast when I'm watching it. Plus, it's a it's a horror series that's on a major network. Why wouldn't I support it? You know what I've- I
0: mean? Yes, like first, yeah, like on principle, of course, support it. But also, it's so fun to see like a high production value horror series on major TV. That I mean, that's kind of enough to draw me in. Is that sort of glossiness, some celebrities, plus it's scary. Like I'm in,
1: right? Like it's just it's just a lot of fun, you know? Yeah, that's all I ask, like you know, with everything <laughs> that's going on in the, in the world, or. Even just sometimes you just you just kind of want to escape yourself and mm-hmm. you want entertainment.
0: Yeah. You're right honestly. You could sum this up by saying, I just want some fun. That's all I ask. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's really what we're looking for. And I feel like, I wonder if you feel this way too, it seems like he really kind of took a note as far as people talking about his shows sometimes like not sticking the landing in a way, like having the end of the show kind of drawn out and too long, Mm -hmm. having this double feature thing where they're going to be two different shows and two plot lines within the same season means that there isn't going to be room to play out a show where people feel like it's dragging. Like, I feel like he kind of, I don't know, like took the temperature or took constructive criticism or something Mm -hmm. and is doing something with it. So I'm very pumped for this season. Same. What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite season of American Horror Story? I
1: do. So Mm -hmm. I, I have two. So two favorites. Okay. The first one I really love the first season, Murder House. Yes. Um, I just feel like that that is just pure, just horrific stuff. Okay. I remember being mm-hmm. out by certain things. Um, especially I don't know if you remember the scene with the teenage girl in the basement. Oh yes, I do. Woo. The infantona. Woo! I'm sorry. Like I, I would just die. Like oh.
0: <laughs> I would absolutely. I don't know how anybody makes it out of any horror movie because I think I would just spontaneously combust. I would turn oh to God. turn to dust.
1: That's what I always say. Like, I know it's just kind of like, oh, real Queen of Horror. Yeah, but I'm scared. So it's just like, you know, I, I don't, I, I would not make it at all, oh, at oh all. God.
0: But yeah, no I,
1: I really love that one. And then I love um, Coven.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's so fun. That one is so fun. Put aside everything else. It's so fun to look at. It is. You know what I mean? It's
1: It's like, it's okay. Not that, it's not that I didn't like um, season two, uh, Asylum. I know Mm because I know some people like really, just really love that one. I had fun with that one, especially like the little musical episode. That was a Mm -hmm. good time. Um, but you know, I have a thing for witches and then it also takes place in New Orleans and, you know, so it's just like, and then the fashion, like, whoa, Emma, Emma Roberts every episode,
0: you know, she just looked great. Oh, absolutely. There's just so much, so much to love about it, you know? Yeah. What did you think? I feel like one of the most controversial seasons was Roanoke. (laughs) What did you think about Roanoke.
1: Honestly, I didn't mind that one. I I thought it was pretty creepy. There were some creepy episodes. Mm -hmm. No, no for me. But then, you know, with the ending, I remember not being the biggest fan of the Mm -hmm. ending. Yeah. No, but I still had fun with it. Do you know why people
0: um, felt that way? You know, I think that they don't like the switch, like the mid-season switch. And so, spoiler (laughs) alerts, we're going to go ahead and spoil it. It starts at... Actually, you know what? I think people just didn't like it overall because there's a lot of like... Very kind of stylized, weird conceit storytelling instead of just being straightforward because it starts out with the idea that you're watching um, a reality show and it's basically a play on Paranormal Witness. Right. And so I think people didn't like that format. And then they, I think people didn't like it when it switched to being, um, like a more competition-based reality show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, stuff that I think they thought, um, like the people who do American Horror Story, stuff that I think they thought was fun, I think other people took as annoying or something. I found it really fun. I actually really, really like that season a lot.
1: Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I felt like it had like that that cool supernatural element about mm-hmm. it, you know? The, the house, I mean... That was already a spooky looking area. Yeah. Anything could happen like that in such an isolated area. You know, Um, I even like the fact that they kind of did like, like you said, like with a documentary kind of style type of thing. I don't know. Like it's it was I just thought it was a lot of fun.
0: I thought it I thought it was, too. I think it's a lot of people's least favorites, but it's up there for me. I thought it was really creative and, like, playing on things that a lot of people are familiar with, even if they're not top of mind. Like, they would show the screen for My Roanoke Nightmare and have the talking heads of people explaining what happened to them. And you have this familiarity with that format <laughs> that, I don't know, it makes it fun to see that fictionalized. But I, th- I think a lot of people didn't feel the same way. But, ah. You know, what are you yeah. going to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, h- did you watch anything during quarantine that was new to you that you really liked that you can think of? Either movies or TV or whatever.
1: Okay. Uh, doesn't matter if it's horror. No, it doesn't. Okay, mm-hmm. So I can kind of give you um, like a mixture. Yes. So uh, the first one, I'll, I'll give you a, a non-horror just to get through that one because mm-hmm. you know we both like horror and, you know, but I, <laughs> um, I checked out the, well, it's kind of horror. So the Nancy Drew series on CW.
0: <gasps> you know what, Zena? Me too. Yeah? Oh my I God. haven't talked to anybody about this yet. I'm only at the beginning of my Nancy Drew journey, well, but I've watched like the first handful of episodes of season one.
1: I love it.
0: Yep, so me too.
1: It has a supernatural element in it. And it's just like, and you see it often. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm not going to lie. Okay, this is this is no offense to anyone who loves like CW shows. Mm-hmm. But I remember when they first showed the preview, I kind of didn't want to check it out because I thought it was going to be similar to the other CW shows. Like yeah. I used to love um, Riverdale. Like the first se- season of Riverdale I thought it was everything. Zena, <sighs> me too. But yeah, but then after that, they lost me,
0: you know? Me, May- so, yep. But- I had to, <laughs> I don't, how long did you hang on? Did you like not even watch through season two?
1: I didn't finish season two. Like, I'm going to go back because it's like, I'm a completist. So it's like, I have to, but I just, you know, I had some other mm-hmm. stuff that I wanted to watch. But yeah, I think I made it pretty far with, with season two, but I don't know. It just didn't have that same, dark mystery feel and i'm someone i love like the dark mysteries you know yep and yep. Like- As like, even with Nancy Drew, as an example, I've always been a huge fan of like Nancy Drew, you know, know, type of stuff. So yeah, like when they first announced the show, I was interested, but I saw it was coming on CW. So I was like, I don't know. But then I saw that they added like the first season on HBO Max. (laughs) Same. Yeah. So I was like, you know, what? I need some, some background, background noise while I'm like doing some stuff around the house. Mm -hmm. And I was hooked. Yeah, it's really good. It is. It's seriously just better than, than I, than I ever thought, you know? So even though it is, it's like, we, we talked about this, it like, it has like those, you know, horror, it has some horror elements, you know, they're, they're yeah. you, know, you want to spoil it, but there's like supernatural stuff in there. So that's like a great amount for me. But then also it's like, I really love just Nancy Drew, like even, mm-hmm. um, last year, probably like around May-ish, I watched um, Nancy. There was a Nancy Drew series from the 90s, the mid 90s. And I found it on Tubi. It only has about 10 episodes. but Really? Yeah. And I had no idea. Like I just, I try to watch like new things uh, or new series you know, because, you know, yeah. I was a little kid back then, so I, I wasn't paying attention, you know. I yeah, right. I never heard of the show before at all. And it, it has that same, you know, mystery type of feel where she's, like, solving mysteries, different mysteries per episode with a huge wra- wraparound story. But I like the fact that even with this Nancy Drew, they added, like, the supernatural elements because... Mm-hmm. There's actually a, a Nancy Drew – well, obviously, there's a lot of Nancy Drew movies. But there's one that just came out, like, what was it, 2017,
0: 18, or 19? huh mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Which that one was pretty good. I like that one as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually I – for, I forgot about that until you just mentioned it. I haven't seen that one. It's
1: a lot of fun. And I don't know. It, it flew under the radar.
0: Yeah. Um, for
1: for some, some reason, you know. And then there's another one uh, actually starring
0: Emma Roberts from 2007 that's right yeah you are really reminding me of a lot of nancy drew content that i've been completely missing out on nancy drew is just my life you know i love nancy i was actually nancy drew for halloween like it was probably more years ago now than i realized like five years ago or something but i too love nancy drew but apparently not enough that i'm keeping up on her comings and goings in the modern era no you i mean i think that we're gonna definitely gonna have to talk about
1: the series when you're done oh yeah you know, so I, I can't wait for that. But yeah, that's like the first um, series that I, I, but I actually took my time watching that one. I, I wanted to like save it, you know?
0: Yeah, it's I'm actually same. Like I've just been kind of watching it here and there almost as if it were coming out on a week to week basis. Nice, nice. I haven't really felt like blowing through it because I'm really enjoying it. And I didn't expect to, similar to you, when I saw the commercials, I was also already over Riverdale. Yeah. Um, I tried to hang on and I was, fast forwarding through all these Archie boxing scenes all the time. And I was finally like, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Why am I even watching this? I'm like not enjoying myself. It doesn't Aww. make, I don't always need things to make sense, but like, how are they running a speakeasy? <laughs> like, you know? And um, so when I saw the commercials, I was like, eh, I feel like this is gonna, I kind of smell cancellation on this. one, right, right. And, um, but no, it's very good.
1: It is. It's like, Seriously, so surprising. So, yeah. if you're someone who loves, you know, mystery, supernatural, you know, at least check out the first episode, see how it makes you feel.
0: Mhm. It's worth a total shot. Um, so what else you got? What have you been into?
1: Um, there's another show I finished it um last this past summer and I just wish I didn't cuz I now I have nothing. Um, <laughs> the show called Typewriter. It's a Indian show on Netflix and it only has 5 episodes. And they're only about 45 minutes long. Uh, But it's basically about this family that moves into, like, this old house. Uh, The wife, she used to live there when she was a kid. And, Mm -hmm. like, they have um, some kids who are pretty much obsessed. Well, their son, he meets these kids. And they're a part of, like, this group where they're obsessed with ghosts, um, and then they're obsessed with this book that the, the woman who moves in with her family, her grandpa, actually wrote. So ah. it's actually really creepy. And I'm it's like, it's unexpectedly creepy because when, when you see the trailer on Netflix, they make it seem like it's for kids, like it's a mm-hmm. show. It's not. It mm-hmm. is not for kids. Um, there are dead bodies. The way these dead bodies pile up <laughs> the way the ghosts just come out of nowhere. Like, it 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 honestly, there's like this particular scene. Oh, I don't even want to give it away. But where someone leaves the house. Okay. And, you know, and then this this person is home alone and they're having a conversation with someone. Oh. Right? But then you realize that that person isn't real, you know? So it's just like, Ooh. you know, some of the horrific things, it takes place in like broad daylight.
0: Yeah. And that's that's always creepy because it seems like it's going against the order of things.
1: Yeah. And so it's just, I guess, again, it's still... I don't know. It's, 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 I don't want to say it's super new. Cause it's not, I mean, it came out in like 2019, like it premiered on Netflix. I want to say in 2000, yeah, 2019, like, like the summer and mm-hmm. I've never seen previews for it, but I didn't watch it for some reason. And yeah. you know, since we all had the time, you know, totally. yeah, I, I decided to watch it, but it's, it was only five episodes and the. And again, it was like short episodes and everything. So, I mean, I don't think that there's going to be a season two. There could be mm-hmm. one. But I mean, I didn't hear anything about it. I don't know if they were able to have enough views for it. But if you're someone who's into, you know, international horror, mm-hmm. um, because actually the, the movie, it's, um, well, the series, they speak English. But if you're someone who's into international horror, um, you know, you're able to see like, like a different culture and then even like a different type of horror, because I feel
0: like, you know, it's different from our horror. I, I recommend like giving it a shot. You know, I remember, so I have not seen it, but I remember when it came out, it kind of blowing up, at least in like the online horror community, people really, really loving it. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't thought about it in those terms, even though I knew it was an Indian show, that it might be a different kind of horror. And that makes me super interested. You know, we did um, on Guide to No, we did an episode, it was probably last year about Japanese horror. And mm-hmm. so I looked into kind of just the on paper differences between Japanese horror and maybe more like Western horror. Right. And some of the things were so interesting and it makes me want to see if I can pick out some of these like cut and dry differences mm-hmm. in maybe watching this Indian horror show. Like for example, one of the things that I came across, which is totally true if you think about it, is that a lot of Japanese horror takes place in like wet, damp settings so like thinking about like samara coming out of the well in Mm -hmm. the ring or like ringu or whatever um like kind of damp basements and stuff like that whereas a lot of western horror takes place in like dry settings like dry Mm -hmm. crumbly haunted houses and things like that so i i am into seeing the different ways people interpret horror and like the tropes that are within them that sounds awesome
1: I mean, that sounds like such an awesome episode that you
0: guys did. Wow. It was cool. I, I really had never thought of things in terms like that, that you could maybe like, you know, throw out a bunch of ingredients for a horror movie without knowing where it's from and then be able to identify, well, that must be Japanese because it takes place in like a a what's it called? Like a flooded basement or something mm-hmm. like that. Whereas like, oh, this is in like a dusty graveyard that sounds like that's American. So yeah. I wonder what maybe Indian things you can pick out. I wonder if it's possible at all that daytime horror isn't mm-hmm. as rare in Indian stuff. That might not be the case. It could just be in typewriter, but maybe that's a thing. I think it could be a, be a thing. I think, I think you might be onto something because
1: I haven't watched like a lot of um, Indian horror, like I'm mm-hmm. um, in the process of getting into that. Thank you know, thankfully for for Netflix, they add like a lot, mm-hmm. and there are some creepy stuff, you know. But the ones that I do do remember, though, because um, a couple of scenes, just using even typewriter as an example, they have a couple of scenes that take place um, in the morning,
0: like pure sunny huh. afternoon. Yeah, so so maybe it is kind of a thing. I think so. And it's a smart thing because it it kind of puts you like you're kind of set back a little bit. Like it puts you on your back feet or whatever the phrase is because you think you're going to be safe because it's the daytime and scary things happen at night. But no, no, no. You're not safe. Scary things can get you here too.
1: That's, I I believe it.
0: It's very true. I'm into it. Now, I saw you tweet about something, and honestly, I fell down on the job because I said that I was going to prepare for this episode and watch it, and I totally forgot. You (laughs) tweeted something about the Beverly Hills 90210 reboot. (laughs) Okay. Was that a quarantine discovery, or were you on it when it came out?
1: Honestly, no. I I was on it when it came out, but it's been a
0: couple (laughs) of years since I watched it, you know? Yep. No, I just, I, I, I love like kind of like goofy, soapy TV shows. So when I saw you tweet that, I was like, Oh man, mental. No, like (laughs) Xena whose taste I trust just co-signed like a teen soap opera. This I must check out.
1: It's like, okay, I have a thing like, okay. So besides from horror movies, I love teen drama. Oh, me nope. too. Me too. It's just so great because yeah. it's just like, you know, when I was a teen, I didn't have any drama. So, you know, <laughs> thank God. Right. And then on top of that, I didn't, I, I didn't, and I still don't have the patience. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, okay, Greg, you cheated on Annie. Just tell her. Tell her you know so that's how I feel (laughs) 90210 I remember like the original series I was I didn't really watch it like I was a kid you know yeah and I I would go I would watch bits and pieces of it because my sister and brother they used to watch it but I just couldn't relate you know Mm -hmm. and then the one that came out in like 2008 even though it's like okay I was kind of still like a grown woman I wasn't in high school but I could kind of relate yeah so I watched it and then it was just like I decided to like you know, just kind of revisit it because it's been years. You know, I, I yeah. was when it aired, and honestly, there is just so much to unpack with that show, and because it's just like there's a lot of things that don't make any sense. You know, yep, <laughs> I it's <this> unbelievable. <laughs>
0: It it sounds super up my alley, and actually, it makes me wonder: Have you watched Pretty Little Liars? Oh my god, yes. okay, good! Because <laughs> this combines a lot of things. It sounds like you like, so I'm glad to hear that. I'm in the midst of a Pretty Little Liars rewatch. Oh. Because that's on HBO Max now. Don't tell me. Now I have to go watch oh, 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 oh. I mean, honestly, when I say I've been going at a slower pace with Nancy Drew, it's because I'm like, watch one Nancy Drew, watch five PLLs. Watch one Nancy Drew, watch five PLLs. It is yeah. even better than you remember.
1: Okay, now I have to rewatch oh.
0: You really do.
1: I remember when they first, you know, I remember watching the show when it first came on. Mm -hmm. Like I really love Lucy Hale. I think that she's just so fashionable and just great. And her character Aria, like, Oh Mm -hmm. my God, I love her. Yeah. She's the best. That show stressed me out so much. Like it was happening to me and I just felt like screaming. Just tell
0: us, just tell us who A is. Like, (laughs) help us and if you're anything like me like i remember the broad strokes of the show but i don't remember all the little particulars Mm -hmm. so even though it's a rewatch i'm still getting surprised by it i'll be like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) or i'll remember something that's leading to a larger Mm storyline they're also just completely bonkers storylines that I can't believe are on TV. (laughs) Um, Oh, it's so good. Do you know that the guy who played Detective Wilden, whose name is Bryce Johnson, has a podcast about the paranormal? Oh my gosh, no. It's really good. You should check it out. I actually just guessed it on it, but I do just listen to it as a person anyway. It's called Bigfoot Collectors Club. He's genuinely super into the paranormal. He is on a show on... um, it's on discovery plus like the app now Mm -hmm. but he's on a show called expedition bigfoot where and it's not it's not a fictional show it's like a reality show where it's like him and a team of that's made up of like scientists and cryptozoologists who are like really earnestly trying to figure out bigfoot stuff like he's he's all in
1: wow okay no i i just wrote that down i have to check out his podcast and i have to check out that show
0: yeah. No, no, no. They're both really good. I bet you would like them. Okay, nice. <sighs> well, Zena, I don't want to take up any more of your time, but I could talk to you for a long time.
1: Oh my! I feel the same way. Like we have a lot in common. We do. We both love teen drama. Like I haven't met anyone else who's down for teen drama. Oh,
0: you know who else is? I can give you. So, um, Chelsea Weber Smith, who hosts a podcast called American Hysteria, oh my that God. I also bet you would really like. Chelsea is also super into teen drama, and I think that they had the same kind of Riverdale journey that you and I did, where they were super into it at first, and then like kind of just fell off. But Chelsea is also so all about teen stuff. Okay. So there are more of us out there than we realize. We all just
1: need to get together and pick a show and just yeah. talk about it. I can't just keep on talking
0: to my husband about it because he doesn't care. Nor does mine. Nor does mine. Honestly, I was embarrassed a little bit when I went on... <laughs> <laughs> When I won a Bigfoot Collectors Club, I kind of wished I hadn't said it because I I don't know, I just thought it was weird. So uh, it was just like me and Bryce on the line for a second, and I was like, I have to tell you, I'm doing a rewatch of Pretty Little Liars. And he was like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, we had said something about watching TV with your spouse a few minutes before that. And he was like, I can't imagine that your husband really likes that. And I was like, Well, he's not, he's not watching it with me, but it's just that's just for me. And what? he was like, Okay. <laughs>
1: And it's like, okay, the, the thing is with, with Pretty Little Liars, and then this will be the last thing, I, I promise.
0: <laughs> no, I look, I'm fine. I don't want to keep you going, so you tell all, all you want. The thing with Pretty Little Liars is, you know,
1: I, it had how many seasons? Like seven? Seven, yep. Okay. So, guys, come on. I easily think that it probably could have been Max, Max. Four seasons.
0: I know you were going to say four, and I completely agree. Because it was after that, it just gets ridiculous. You know? Well, I'm in season three right now, and they are seniors in high school. So that means there were years afterward. And I remember the creators doing interviews where they were like, just employ a bit of magical thinking. Because it's not like next year in the show, they're not high schoolers anymore. They're still just there. Right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and it's just like, here's the thing. You know, if. This is why I can't be in a show, you know. Plus, you know, <laughs> aside from, I, I'm not in high school. But <laughs> say if, if I were, you know, sure. I, I wouldn't be able to tolerate it. At this point, I really don't care what you do. Go ahead and do it. Because at this point, it doesn't matter what I do. I can do what you ask me to do. You're still going to be harassed right. by every move. Go ahead and tell everybody. I don't care.
0: It makes no difference. Exactly. A is just going to keep coming and coming. So, like, what is the point of even trying to play their game and, like, placate them? Because they will not be placated. And a question. Yes. Okay.
1: When you first watched the show, did Mm -hmm. you have an idea who A was?
0: Did you know? No, I did not. Okay. Did you? No. No. No, I had no idea. Honestly, this show knocked my socks off at every turn. I never saw a damn thing coming. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I think that's part of why I love it. I love to be surprised. I love a twist. And frankly, I don't even really care about like the logic and quality of the twist. I just kind of chase that feeling of like, oh, what happens now? <laughs> like, I love it.
1: Right. And then it's like, Every every other day somebody's
0: just breaking up with someone. Oh yeah. Yeah, actually, in the episode that I was just watching, um, it's not them breaking up yet, but just thinking about, like, the ridiculousness of the world. So, like, they're seniors in high school, and Spencer was putting together an anniversary dinner for her and Toby, mm-hmm. and she puts, like, a bottle of red on the table, like, they're grownups. I'm not saying that teenagers don't drink, for but red. just... <laughs> well, first of all, yeah, red, like, you're. it's not, like, some rando crap or whatever, and also just, like, placing it on the table next to your lasagna, like, what are you, 35. Exactly. Like, that's not the way teenagers
1: drink. <laughs> exactly. It's because you know what? It's true. And I have to be honest with you. You know, my parents were like super strict. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't allowed to date. So how yeah. am I going to be able to get a bottle of wine?
0: You know, totally. like- it's outside of the realm of possibility. There's absolutely no way. And they're hanging out at each other's houses, like before school every day. Oh, okay. And <laughs> And then they're perfectly dressed with their perfect makeup and their perfect hair. No. Why are your clothes designer like I know. I know. But you know what? Thank God. Because we get to look at them okay. and and grumble about it and everything. But it's the least realistic show it is. possible. It really is. But-, but I wouldn't want it to be because if it was, again, just like in every horror movie, it was too realistic. Somebody would just call the cops and it'd be all over. <laughs> We need this drama. We need it. Yes, we need them to be running upstairs instead of running out of the front door or else things just aren't going to happen.
1: Okay, now
0: I I have to really <sighs> watch it. Oh, you really do, Zena. Oh, my God. And message, please feel free to message me, like, practically live tweet me because <laughs> I would love to hear your thoughts. I don't know anybody else who's watching it currently. I'm truly... I'm I'm really in the trenches with it. I keep watching it like nonstop. I've meant to watch this new thing, that new thing, mm-hmm. but I just keep hitting play next on Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> all right well thank you so 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 much for coming on i really love to talk to you this was such a treat oh
1: my gosh, thank you i had so much fun like we do we have so much in common and seriously though we do have to talk again we need to talk more yeah i mean drama there's so many so many to cover that get
0: totally to- let's keep in touch let's keep in touch we'll um we'll exchange info so we can just like when we come across a teen drama be like go check this one out right now <laughs> you got it <laughs> Great. Right. So why don't you tell the people where they can find you? Okay. So you guys can check me
1: out at real queen or if you don't want to see my face, um, you which
0: can, I can't imagine, but go ahead.
1: Just in case if someone's <laughs> like, oh, that's Zena and her face, um, then you can uh, listen to uh, my weekly podcast, The Bloody Discussing Podcast, new episode every Wednesday. But if you do want to see my face, then you can check out my YouTube channel. You just type in Real Queen of And then I'm always on Twitter, lovely
0: Zena, And I'm on Instagram and Facebook, Real Queen of yes all right thank you so much and thank you everybody out there for listening absolutely go find xena everywhere look at her face it's a good one (laughs) and we will see you again soon bye